Good evening. I'm Paul Drienzo with the headlines. Russia announced today a critic of President Vladimir Putin, Alexei Navalny, has died. Russia's Federal Penitentiary Service said in a statement, Navalny lost consciousness and died after taking a walk on Friday in the Arctic prison where he was being held. Western leaders wasted no time in blaming Putin for killing Navalny. President Joe Biden had this to say. Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. Kremlin spokesperson Maria Zakharova said the West was making charges without evidence. The reaction of NATO leaders to Navalny's death in the form of direct accusations against Russia is self-revealing. There are no results of the investigation yet, but the conclusions of the West are already here. President Biden admitted he did not know the exact details of what happened to Navalny, but he said you don't have to go far to find the culprit. We don't know exactly what happened, but there is no doubt that the death of Navalny was the consequence of something that Putin and his, and his thugs did. Chief Kremlin Press Secretary Dmitry Peskov. There's no statement from medical experts, no information from medics, and no information from forensic experts. So there's no information about the cause of death, and there are these statements. It's obvious that they're completely outrageous. We consider such statements to be absolutely unacceptable. Navalny was a politician with a vast following on social media, barred from running for president of Russia in 2018. In 2020, he was hospitalized after becoming sick during a flight. Navalny was later diagnosed with poisoning by a chemical weapon produced in Russia. Navalny was arrested and eventually sentenced to 19 years in prison. Alexei Navalny was 47. And the International Court of Justice declined South Africa's request for more provisional measures against Israel. The request comes as the Israeli government threatens to invade Rafah, the last refuge for more than a million uprooted Palestinians. President Biden on Friday called again for a temporary truce. There has to be a, a temporary ceasefire to get the prisoners out, to get the hostages out. That is underway. I'm still hopeful that that can be done. I don't anticipate, I'm hoping that the uh, Israelis will not make any massive land invasion. But Branko Marchetic, a writer with Jacobin Magazine, says Biden is fully supportive of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and has no plans to punish Israel for its actions in Gaza. In reality, Biden and the circle around him and the White House fully supportive of the Netanyahu government's military campaign in Gaza. A lot of this talk about humanitarian aid and about concern about civilian casualties that they've made in public are merely kind of a way to massage some of the global and domestic public outrage. Meanwhile, Gaza's health ministry says Israeli forces are detaining medical personnel and patients at Nasser Hospital, the largest in southern Gaza. And the Australian government and its opposition have united to ask the United Kingdom not to extradite Australian citizen and WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to face espionage charges in the United States that could send him to prison for decades. London's High Court will hear Assange's final appeal next week. Journalist Kevin Gossola is the managing editor of Shadowproof. If he does not convince the High Court of Justice to give him a full appeal at this level of the legal system, it is very likely 
that this will be the last public hearing and he will be extradited by the UK government to the United States. If extradited, Assange would be tried at the Fourth Circuit Court in Alexandria, Virginia. He could be offered a deal for revealing his sources, but Gasola says, don't hold your breath. I don't think he would allow FBI agents to interrogate him and get the kind of information that they would like from him. It would discredit him forever, you know, after he's dead. His legacy as the publisher of WikiLeaks would be forever tarnished. In more news about the FBI, Special Counsel David Weiss charged a former FBI informant with lying about President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden's involvement in business deals with Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company. Alexander Smirnov, 43, is facing charges in connection with lying to the FBI and creating false records. President Biden mentioned the case on Friday. He is lying and it should be dropped and it's just been a it's been an outrageous effort from the beginning. Paul Durienzo, New York.